0: Max, what yeah, kind of tea a... did you make? What kind of tea did you make? Uh
1: I made some green tea with jasmine. Green I tea?
0: Is it have caffeine? Uh,
1: my uh my, my Yes.
2: That's awesome. Hey guys, I'm, I'm, do you mind if I'm, I'm just I kinda like a... screw it.
1: Hey, second. I want a, a to pitch your project. Hey Jameson, Jameson, do you mind? I was I second. was actually I was actually talking to Isaac. When I, I was talking to Isaac. If when I, I it tell, tell you second,
2: guys yeah. about this idea, you're going to want this time back. I ha- I got this oh tea. Gosh. It's called
0: Breathe Easy. It's like a eucalyptus mint tea. It's really good. It is herbal, so it doesn't have caffeine because, oh, heck yeah, you know, got to go to bed. Where, where, but, guys, where, do you, where do you usually get that you're from? In I got the this wrong, one from Walmart.
1: Um,
2: you're in the wrong beverage okay. area of
0: the world. I'm about to open
2: yeah. a whole new my, world my, for uh, you
1: guys. I got the, I got like my, my roommate just, got me like a, well, he was actually on the podcast for the bonus episodes, you guys know, him. but uh, slurp. he and his girlfriend got me like this whole set of tea with like a bunch of different kinds. Oh, that's such yeah, a nice. great uh, gift, uh, Max, but I'm out here, as as Aladdin, on a magic cool. carpet, yeah, extending
2: man. my hand yeah. to the two of you uh, to I've tell you,
1: you about a product that like orange that's going to blow your mind. Now I got Let me open the universe to you. I always crave
0: orange tea. I don't know why. Hey, Max, should we listen to Jameson, should yeah. we just, I love, I love just you like Do you hear that word? Do you hear what I just said, guys? raid <laughs> By the ex-ambassadors? Renegades by <laughs> the ex-ambassadors?
2: No, no, no. Renegatorade. Isn't that... Is it, I think Renegade. And isn't renegade a stick song? Renegade. Gatorade. Renegatorade.
0: I think that that's, like, trademarked. No, 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 it's two separate words. We're good. One of them is trademark. trademark it <laughs> ourselves.
2: No, no, no. You can't. What? You can't. I can't trademark. That's like saying. <laughs> That's true. I can't, That's true. like That's saying
0: like Toyota and then like. Coyota. <laughs> yeah. And it's a car company. Yeah. And it has the same logo.
2: Yeah. I didn't say it had the same logo. I, I don't know where you're getting that from. This is. Okay. It's called. Raid.
0: It's called Coyota and it sells cars.
2: No, this is a. This is a sports drink. It's called Renegatorade.
0: <laughs> okay, that's...
1: Could you actually okay. get in trouble for that? No, because yes. this is a great Maybe, like, idea. When like tech, other people tech...
2: hear this idea, they will want to invest. I'm making us millions. We don't have to make okay. this podcast anymore I'm, that we I'm all... I'm
1: interested. I'm interested.
2: Yeah? Okay. Okay. Th- Tell me more. That's it.
1: And? That's all of it. Just It's what? literally just Renegatorade, and that's it? Yeah. It's a sports drink.
2: Yeah.
0: What makes it different than Gatorade? Okay. It's Other than the It's a
2: Renegade, Other than baby, the Renegade. That's it. That's why you buy it. For that kind of rebel factor. raid. That's why you're in.
1: It, so it's like a sports drink for people that don't, like, actually drink sports This is drinks. a terrible idea. This is the Jameson's best gonna idea. James is going to go to jail.
2: I'm not going to go to jail. I'm going to go to Valhalla. The gates <laughs> of Valhalla on a flaming <laughs> bottle of Renegatorade.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, we're, how are we making this stuff? I I have a proposal. Oh, I don't know. Cheap, ch- cheap child labor in another country. Oh, well, I have what's a your proposal. proposal. Yeah. We, buy, oh, yeah. we oh. buy the bulk, cheap Gatorade mix. Right. First first thing you do is you exit out and put Renegade, renegade yeah. mix. In and fact, then, I think yeah, that
2: should be our logo. Said. It's just like an X. Like, it's as if it's drawn with a Sharpie. An yeah. X over the Gatorade label. No, not and as, as just if it words. is. It actually is drawn with yeah. a Sharpie. Yeah, that's the base... Yeah. The base design, yeah, is mm-hmm. that no.
0: Basically, what we do is you get the the new the now Renegatorade mix, um yeah. and then you dilute it like four times more dilute than it sp- says on the box. So that means you get <laughs> yeah, four we don't times want it to taste as as good. Yeah, you get four times yeah. as product for the same price for us. But we, I mean, it costs the same because I mean it's industry standard.
1: I mean it's industry standard price. Right. Nothing we can do about and it. And we're yeah. buying at um, bulk, so we're getting. Yeah, why has no one tried yeah. this before?
2: Because no one else has had well, the name. Well, because. Yeah, the I mean, well, because I
1: guess technically Dasani did like make tap the, water. Hey, the best ideas come once in a water. lifetime. Okay, the and best ideas come that.
0: once in a lifetime, and this is that moment. Okay, so yeah. and you don't ask what you, you, you don't ask why it hasn't happened yet. You ask why hasn't it happened then, and then you make it happen.
2: Yeah, so we're all in on it. Wow, we're all in.
0: Oh yeah. Great, no.
2: great this is perfect no no it's bad sorry what was I'm, that? Not.
1: No, okay. too, I'm not no okay i'm not i'm not in on you this. guys
2: sounded so happy about it half a second ago well i thought
0: that this was, was like i was just like that, trying to comprehend what was yeah, going on with i thought it, this was but. like a cold open bit and so i was just going along with it
2: no guys this is my dreams this is my no hopes and yeah dreams.
0: no it's a bad idea
2: i've sunk money into this already
0: did you do the the gatorade to renegatorade and like dilute it for is that what you did
2: no, I just you know I bought a I bought like eighty different URLs.
0: So That's no one else how you sent money into it. Okay. Yeah. What, re- like what, renegade, what URLs do you have?
2: renegaderades with a z dot com dot org dot gov? I had to get all those.
0: Dot gov. That's impressive. And then I had to get really. I didn't even know you could do that.
2: Well, it's not technically. Dude, imagine .gov. what you could do it's if you could get
0: a .gov domain. <laughs> <laughs> Is it spelled like g No, it's D- not spelled G-U-V. the same. It's
2: <laughs> It's not spelled the same. It's it's for deception purposes only. But also I had to get any kind of spin-offs to Renegade Raid, like com, uh renegade mm. com. You know, I had to get mm-hmm. all those URLs. I'm out thousands yeah. of dollars.
0: Sorry, man. Oh man. Yeah. I wonder it's what bummer, the best. Honestly. I wonder what the best thing to like, how you could sell that to somebody. Like,
2: my plan was out of the back of my car. For a little, for a little no, bit. I mean like
1: the domain. Not even going like, to go in grocery stores. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, but I, I like set up a table inside the grocery store. What
0: are you gonna What are you gonna oh, do okay. with all these website domains if you sell like from the back of, from the trunk of your car? What's the there, well? I'm only domain?
2: gonna use one URL. Oh, I just okay. have to have all of them so no one else takes it.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Yeah.
2: Well, I'll I'll, I'll work on the pitch. Okay. You and guys will come around. End. You guys are gonna come around. <laughs> okay, that was the that was my idea. Cut to open.
0: music. <laughs>
2: Cut to music. That was good. I liked it. For example, did you ever want to go one place when the gang wanted to go somewhere else?
1: What did you do? <laughs> Did you ever want to go one place? What did you do? For example,
2: the gang wanted to go somewhere else. What did you do? Okay, thank you. That was me in my car earlier, and the song Renegades was
0: playing. I called I saw, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so that was what was happening. I was just I was I was on the radio in my in my car and I was just listening to that and I thought renegade ren, renegade raid? Okay. That was it. That something. was the whole thought process. <laughs> just,
0: <laughs> just because something like has a rhyme in the middle of the word doesn't mean that it like is a good that's idea That's not a rhyme. Makes that's sense.
2: not a rhyme that I just think that's a portmanteau.
0: It's is a portmanteau.
2: A port- is it, yeah, portmanteau what is. is what it's
0: called, I think.
2: Well, portmanteau, tomato, tomato, <laughs> portmanteau, potato. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Tangent. <laughs> I'm Jamison Weileman.
1: I'm Isaac Hopwood. I'm Maxwell Mahoney.
2: And uh <laughs> you you've been listening to us ramble for a while cuz I'm definitely keeping in the majority of that conversation. That's
0: welcome to That's fine. i our guess.
2: Oh, you're upset sure about you it? you upset about in. it. <laughs> I'm always
0: wanting to Dude, cut stuff to out. You guys are always like, keep that talk. in. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm actually okay with cutting it <laughs> out. Games X isn't even a good song. Why are you even listening to that song on the radio? I was on the radio. I didn't cue it up. It's not Spotify,
2: it was just on. I didn't choose it. Some DJ. What, what radio station you listen to, James? I think that was 104.9 The X. That was the that was X. That Is way. that that indie channel? It's like that indie alt- station. It's supposed to be alt rock, but a lot of times I would classify it as a pop station that sometimes yeah, plays alt rock, rock that songs. plays X <laughs>
0: ambassadors.
2: Yeah, it's it's embarrassing. It's it's been, it's, it's embarrassing. That's But funny. you know whatever. Hey, I can't I can't They're say that bad. I
0: didn't bop to that song when it came out when I, when we were in high school. Hmm. I freaking. Do you remember
2: Pompeo I, by Bastille? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that My cats.
0: Yeah. <laughs> my, my cats are in here. We we thought for some reason that they'd be quieter upstairs as opposed to putting them downstairs in their room. Um, but uh, I now realize yeah. that around around like seven forty-five, well, when the time at which we're recording is when they start going literally insane and start trying That's to kill fine. each other. We'll, so we'll
2: we'll say that your cats are um extra guest on the podcast this episode and it'll be a yeah, little it's a little, a, little ear uh,
0: easter easter cats egg for our podcast. listeners for is our that easter foreshadowing eggs. for the next episode is that foreshadowing <gasps> is our next episode all about
2: oh, cats shoot. the musical
0: i don't know <laughs> okay guys We've, if we, we have have an episode haven't episode about we ha- cats the musical we haven't possibly my, discussed it i'm going to be talking about cats the animal if we talk about cats the musical because i haven't seen it so we gotta you're not gonna that watch first. it in
2: preparation are you just denying the idea that i'm you gonna watch to... my
0: cats i'm sorry max i interrupted you what were you saying <laughs> i don't
1: remember could
2: you put on an andrew lloyd style musical for <laughs> your cats and your apartment That'd be cool
0: i thought yeah. i had the thought today of create I, I had the thought today of creating an instagram page for my cats and then i immediately hated myself <laughs> you should like, because that's... <laughs> that's like that's millennial is all get out my man i know that's it you're forty Dude, years
2: old you're you're forty years old, right there. I got hashtag the furry pals. I will say I got like hashtag really
1: furry karma furry hungry pals. for uh on Reddit yesterday and I basically just posted a picture of my dog on R slash aw and I got like fifty Max upvotes. Max called
2: me yesterday. Max uh, called me yesterday and he's like, help me get Reddit <laughs> on karma. Karma on Reddit. No, sorry, help me get I'm karma sorry, on Reddit. Can you say that again? <laughs> No, no, I'm not going back over it. <laughs> the last I heard about this is Maxwell hum- sent
0: a picture to our group chat that had him <laughs> at 69 karma. I'm now at and like... I, I think I'm at like 105 The mission was now. over. Yeah. Well,
1: I, I can't, I can't really, stop people from We gotta give him me, like...
0: Though. I can't stop people. You can yes, downvote. You can. I think downvote... You could have deleted get, the post. Does downvoting take away karma? Does downvoting take away karma? It might. I'm not sure. I'm
2: not sure how it works. Yeah.
0: Can you get negative karma? I'd love
2: to. I'll do it. Uh, well. This this podcast was supposed to be about conspiracy <laughs> theories. Do you guys want to oh, get yeah. into that?
0: See, this is what happened last week to my topic, is I was like, hey, let's <laughs> talk about sports. And you guys were like, you guys know Spielberg? <laughs> let's talk about Spielberg <laughs> and Abrams and how they are the worst. I felt I like, like it right, came up normally. About.
2: I don't remember anyone saying Spielberg and Abrams were the worst. If anything, I very much remember the opposite happening. But sure, we did, we did
1: trash on them a little uh, bit. I have a skewed memory. The overall love is still there.
2: I uh, I was really excited about this topic today of conspiracy theories uh, because I like to look at conspiracy theory stuff and I like to laugh at it. Uh, it's funny to me. It's a uh, it's a thing called shade and fraud. I think that's the word, right? It's like German or something like that, where you find it's like a German word or something like that, or it's a a, a term meaning like finding pleasure in, I think, like, other people's embarrassment or something mm. like that, or, like, that feeling of superiority you get from other people. And I realize that that's probably a really garbage thing is to, like, laugh at conspiracy theorist people and to have this kind of narcissistic, haha, I'm smarter than you kind of Here's think about the thing: them. I think that I, makes it, me a bad person, actually. This is a little like bit of when an when aside. When I thought about it a little bit more.
0: I think that you saying that you participate in that is actually, like... The thing is is anybody who gets on Twitter and judges a tweet is yeah. participating in that mm-hmm. idea, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I get on Twitter and think, "Wow, this person's opinion is stupid," right? I am participating in that idea.
1: Like like we're, so we're essentially I just think, like completely disregarding all like the history of how that person came up with that idea because there's like if they didn't ju- they didn't oh, just yeah, come up with true. that like out of the blue. There there's like like, experiences upon experiences that have built up and reinforced their belief, and now we're just like...
2: I think that that kind of behavior is incredibly toxic, honestly. Mm -hmm. I think it's bad. Have you guys seen the documentary, uh... And I, I, I catch myself doing that. That's what I kind of wanted to talk about, is that kind of yeah. that kind of thing where I think we as humans have this habit of of seeking out things to make ourselves feel better. And I think it's garbage when we use the mocking of others to do that. I think it's a bad thing. Have you guys seen Behind yeah. the Curve on Netflix? It's a documentary about flat earthers.
0: Have not. No, I haven't. Okay. But I've seen the All Gas No Breaks video on the flat earth convention
2: that's fantastic as well but um there's this thing in there where this uh this person's talking into a group of scientists actual scientists about flat earthers pardon me yeah but But. i believe (laughs) they say something along the lines of like these were people that could have been scientists or uh researchers and then something sent them off on a path that's just slightly off and that they need to be talked to with respect because they're people that kind of have the right mind for science because they question the world around them and that mocking them yeah. is not const- con- constructive at all so mm. i want to say i guess i want to start out with this podcast by saying that the purpose of this is not to mock conspiracy theorist or, or anything like that but just to talk about it talk about the things that create conspiracy theories to have a light-hearted discussion it's not like we're not going to make jokes or whatever during this but we don't want we don't want anyone to feel bad or anything like that this is a yeah for you know, sure. yeah does that sound good and, to you yeah. guys
0: and yeah and i think we're we're planning on talking about a couple of things uh we all brought different Topics to the table but I'm fine if we Don't end up getting to them I just want to bounce off each other Yeah. But you know Also like some of the things we're talking about Are like not really Things that can be proven exactly But more things that can be like That are just like uh, You know just interesting ideas And it's like I mean really conspiracy theories The whole point is that you can't disprove them Easily um, With just pure empirical evidence so well i um, mean
2: you can for quite a few of these honestly like maybe. i mean for instance flat earth that's a conspiracy well, theory i don't know about we well can, actually no you could you we could can easily can disprove yeah, you could that easily never mind easily disprove that one like there there are plenty of these that are scientifically disproven um like i have the yeah. wikipedia page pulled up in front of me because i didn't bring one uh Conspiracy theory to talk about because last night when I was thinking about doing this research, I was reading through all these and then I went on to Reddit and I bummed myself out looking at the state of current conspiracy theories. Because my original plan was to kind of ignore some of the sadder, yeah, I'm going to use the term sadder conspiracy theories. Like, and I don't want to get into these in any kind of depths, but like. Sandy Hook denial, false flag operation, stuff like that. And right now we're in the middle of the coronavirus and a lot of people have conspiracy theories about that. Yeah. And I yeah. don't know why it was, but last night when I was looking up this stuff, I got really sad.
0: Yeah, I don't know. No, and I've, I, I've honestly, I've had similar sensations and those conspiracies that made you sad, were those specifically about our current situation?
2: It was our current situation, but also then I went over to like Reddit uh, conspiracy, r slash conspiracy theories, and this is where the problem really began. And I just watched over there, and like the stuff, the, the world these people have constructed out of conspiracies is so sad, and terrible, and we're. It is some going to be some trigger words, I guess, but like like the world is run by pedophiles and murderers and you know whatever blah 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 and like, yeah. and I I don't know I what i don't know why it bummed me out i guess it's because in my head conspiracy theories were always aliens ufos area 51 the kennedy assassination and some of those aren't like fun yeah lizard people and some of those aren't fun things like kennedy getting shot in the head isn't that fun that's a terrible thing that happened in the history of our nation but I guess time has removed it enough and it's such a cultural thing right now. And there's been so many pop culture jokes about it that it is, for lack of a better term, a lighthearted subject to talk about with your friends. Like, you know, did the bullet curve, badge man, is that a real thing? I don't know if you guys, I don't know how in-depth like, you
1: guys are. We just don't gun gun have any emotional connection to it anymore. Yeah, we, and yeah. At least, at least yes. later and, and generations don't no no we
0: don't and another thing about that and most of these conspiracies at least the ones that are like in pop culture is that like they are like they're they are not necessarily about like the cynicism against humanity right like they are more about like okay was there a second gunman you know did the bullet curve did we find the killer like those are very like you know like murder mystery questions you know what i mean like yeah and that is just like self-contained or like thinking about um oh there was one that was just in my brain that i oh the moon landing like if we faked the moon landing like okay right. well that's very clear we were trying to win in the space race and we had political reasons of doing that and that's all it was it was just like us trying to get ahead in the space race like if it were true that we faked the moon landing but a lot of these conspiracies about like you know covid or things that are like we, the world is run by, a like you know by a handful of crooked people. Yeah, that have agendas. Like I'm not saying that's true or false. I'm just saying like the implications of that are way heavier. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because like, if someone believes A certain now,
2: coronavirus conspiracy theory, and they don't take the proper precautions. They could die, or they could cause someone else to die. And you can think about stuff like I don't know if you guys knew what Pizzagate is. Do you guys know what Pizzagate is? Uh,
1: I do not.
0: No.
2: Isaac, do you know Pizzagate?
0: No. I don't. Okay,
2: so Pizzagate was this far-right conspiracy theory that the Clintons were trafficking children at a pizza place in this one state. And this guy was so convinced that it was true that they were keeping kids in a non-existent basement at this pizza place that he went in there with a gun and he could have killed someone. Thankfully, he didn't, but like, that's kind of what that conspiracy theory led to was this almost what could have been a very tragic thing. And I don't know. And the more I looked into this, what was going to be a very fun episode in my head where, you know, like, we could joke around about how crazy it would be if lizard people were in charge of the government. I just got bummed out. And I thought maybe it'd be more yeah. constructive for me to kind of talk talk through with these feelings with you guys. I don't know why you're not therapists, but you are my friends. <laughs> and I thought that would be an interesting point of discussion is just... Here's my question: Were conspiracy theories always this dire, or is it just now? And I kind of feel like I know the answer is that it's not just now. I don't think that conspiracy theories have gotten worse. I feel like they just become more pertinent to me in my life. But like, it's weird. It's weird to have nostalgia for conspiracy theories that from a time period that you didn't, <laughs> that you weren't alive for, and then to see that kind of thought now take the kind of ugly form that it does is 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 it's disheartening to me i don't know why mm. did i make this too heavy be honest no, i, with I me. feel like it,
1: it needed to be addressed
2: okay
0: yeah you know and um
2: And I I'm, look I'm look okay nice. with, I'm okay with opening yeah. like this because I know what your guys' conspiracy theories are. And I know that there's going to be a turnaround here. I know that that's coming. Like, uh, and, and for instance, I can, like, I know some conspiracy theories we can talk about right now, but they're not so much conspiracy theories, but kind of like, because a lot of conspiracy theories are based on the fears at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, uh, like the red scare back in the fifties where everything was conspiracy about, pardon wow. me. Wow back in the fifties, everything was a conspiracy theory about commies and they're coming to get us. The but Red read the scare. The dead. We had that going yeah. on. Yeah. And, um, here's a, there was this, um, conspiracy theory and I found it on Wikipedia and it reminded me of the movie, Dr. Strange love or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb where, uh, they're worried that like, f- uh, putting fluoride in the water, which is still a conspiracy theory that exists today, but in the fifties and before in the sixties and during the cold war, the, the conspiracy theory is that putting fluoride in the water was a communist plot to, uh, you know, weaken America, and that that's referenced mm. in um, Doctor Strangelove and how that crazy general who have you seen Doctor Strangelove? I know you have, Max. Yeah, Isaac. I have. Yeah, th- how that yeah. crazy general like it's part of his it's part of his reason why he launches an attack uh, on Russia is because he's convinced that you know they're coming after our vital fluids in one of the funniest lines from anything ever. <laughs> but like and, and and that got me thinking about how um, conspiracy theories can have a negative effect if they convince the wrong people of a dangerous idea like that. you can laugh about yeah. putting fluoride in the water now about how it's turning us all into commies and socialists and whatever. you guys mind if I could take a sip of my water real quick.
0: Yeah, something that that's, mm. that's interesting. I, were you in the middle of a sentence there? I'm sorry. Maybe no, I, I was it.
2: fine. I was making a joke about how I was sipping okay. coffee
0: juice. <laughs> oh wow, that's good. I that was. I didn't catch that. I'm yeah, sorry. no, that it's all. No, no, don't worry um, about it. Something I should have done <laughs> in preparation for this episode is talking is thinking doing research on like maybe there is no inception to the conspiracy theory, but like whenever the idea of like, I mean, because conspiracy theories are seeded in mistrust, I guess of the powers that be, or the mistrust in your sources of information. And Um, what's interesting about that mistrust is that it's
2: not unfounded. Like, I think there is a healthy amount. Yeah, well, there's a healthy amount that you should distrust the people in charge at any given point in time, or where you, you should look into where you're getting your information from, the biases of the people who are telling you certain things. And that kind of healthy, Mm. maybe distrust isn't the right word, but I think there's an objective view of the world that we need to have and i feel like conspiracy theorists so often are they're right there on the edge of that they have that because i everyone who looks around and is alive and is breathing can notice they know there's something wrong with the world they live in you know what i mean like we can feel it and we don't always know Mm -hmm. how to change it so sometimes i feel like good meaning people point their fingers in the wrong direction instead of at uh, a corporation that's spewing out 70 percent of the world's you know leading factors of climate change they're pointing at the illuminati and chemtrails and these people had the right mindset like this is what i mean when i talk about that um that documentary behind the curve these people are the type of people that could have been investigators and scientists and people of thought but instead just somewhere along the line they got pointed in just the wrong direction you know and that's interesting i think
0: I think that also goes back to what Ma- Max's recommendation last week was that book called Educated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't read it, but from what I understand of it and what you mentioned about it is that, like, it's kind of about that, right? Like, these people, like, so so many people have... Ha- they establish their conceptions about the world or their ideas and their worldview from their parents and from their environment, um, and... I don't, like, I'm not gonna say that any particular environment is malicious, or, you know, while there are definitely, like, cases where that's true, you know, where, where someone is protective to a fault, and just because you're protective to a fault doesn't mean you're malicious either, but, you know, that's, that happens so often when someone is, is, uh, protective to a fault, or, you know, like, unwilling to have their worldview challenged, whenever that is very valuable, and, um, you know, that can, when like, generations of stubbornness of of ideology can lead to, you know, extremes whenever those changes are subtle over time, Um, and whenever the world around somebody is changing so rapidly and you want to hold so tightly onto what you learned when you were a kid or whatever, um, that can cause some extremism, right? Especially in a world now where the, the world changes every couple minutes on Twitter or you know, just with the internet and people being able to talk so quickly and people of power making decisions so quickly, um, you know, it makes total sense why people would um, believe things that might end up being irrational or something like that. You know, like, and these are people, like you've mentioned, Jameson, they, these aren't, these people aren't stupid, right? They, they, if anything, they think more critically
1: than the people around Could them. To a degree, yeah.
2: Yeah. But I, Yeah. Uh, did DGS on the same max what's your input on all this
1: yeah uh i was gonna mention that um i remember one of the first stories that the um i forgot the author's name tara westover yeah uh one of the first stories that she tells mm. uh remembering from her childhood was uh something that actually happened have you guys heard of ruby ridge the thing that happened in like 1992.
2: That sounds super familiar. Why do uh, I if know that? If you if you've, oh, if you've seen Waco, the
1: show Waco, it's one of the first things that happens in the show Waco. Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah.
2: Oh, was it like a uh, was it like a cult thing? Uh
1: nah, no, it wasn't. W- Waco. I mean, Waco, different story. Was a cult thing, but uh, the the at the beginning it involves Ruby Ridge. Um, Anyway, uh, uh, the story of Ruby Ridge is, like, essentially, the family is kind of similar to Tara Westover's, where they're kind of skeptical of the government and people in general. And they kind of just have, like, a stockpile of guns. But, But basically, they weren't doing anything, like, at all. They were just skeptical, living out in the woods, just being a family, not hurting anybody, barely interacting. And somehow, they got a or like the government got a tip that they were going to do something and they just completely invaded the area and shot the dad. Uh, they basically had snipers surrounding the house for days. And I think there was, there was basically some sort of miscommunication, uh, between the two parties, like the government and the family where they tried to come out peacefully and someone got shot and then the bullet went through and, killed another family member basically everyone died except one person and tara westover remembers just her dad finding that story uncomfortable because they were kind of in a similar situation and just being very skeptical of everything Mm. as a result of that story
2: yeah that's really really rough that's terrible and I do I, I do recognize where I heard this from, but unfortunately I know it because it was referenced in a comedy show I watched. There was like a skit. I don't know if you guys know Mister Show from HBO. Can't say I do. Nope. It was Bob, it was David Cross and uh, Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul. They had a Tobias from Arrested Development and uh, Saul from Better Call Saul uh, had their own sketch comedy show on HBO that went three seasons. Uh, I don't know how I've never in heard of the this. Early two thousands. Mr. Show? You don't know? Well, I, I don't know. They they brought it back on Netflix call, and it's just called uh, With Bob oh, cool. and Larry. You know. Yeah, so like, they didn't bring back the whole show. They had like a little continuation of it, so you can watch that. It's weird. It, they're, they're very funny sketch comedy people. They're very uh, train of thought, very... Uh, not dreamlike but everything kind of runs into itself everything kind of the second a sketch ends it kind of flows into the next sketch like a character a walk offset of one sketch and into the other sketch that's happening it's very interesting it's very creative but that's how i know about the ruby (laughs) ridge incident is because they because at the time it was probably very relevant i think it happened right around then did you say 1998 Ninety-two. Okay, so obviously when I said early two thousands, like early nineties,
1: <laughs> I had it pulled up. Yeah, it, it says uh, August twenty-first, nineteen ninety-two, August thirty-first, nineteen
2: ninety-two. Yeah, yeah, that was that was something they referenced on their show. But anyway, that's the biggest tangent of the episode so far—is me talking about 90s sketch comedy show. <laughs> mr show with bob and larry it's crazy how many uh little side character comedians that you see from tv uh were players on that so check it out if you can i know someone has like ripped some dvd of most of the seasons and put it on youtube so (laughs) i don't know classic Uh uh-huh yeah big time i want to get into your guys's conspiracy theories you brought to talk about because i know that they're a lot more fun than this stuff you guys don't want to talk and, more about uh, ruby rules. I, I just Man. want to get into it's... it <laughs> do i want no, to talk okay. about the death of an entire family let me think about it a little bit and while i'm thinking about it hey isaac you want to tell us about the mandela effect
0: <laughs> yeah you know it's i mean like mandela effects barely a conspiracy theory mm. it's more well it kind of is a conspiracy theory, but it's less of like, um, it's less malicious, I guess, in intent or like in origin. It's, it's, it's a fun it's, it's more like theory. just what it's if
1: It's
2: fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's complete. Yeah. Well, well like, what if it's completely stupid? Yeah, but it's great. I, and think I, I love it's,
0: it. <laughs> I think it's I think it's the an idea that has more to do with psychology mm-hmm. because uh, so the idea it's called the Mandela effect because. It originated whenever, like, so when Nelson Mandela in South Africa was fighting against apartheid, Mm -hmm. he was arrested and incarcerated right? uh, through, like, the 1980s. And then he was released and eventually became the president of South Africa and Mm -hmm. then died in, like, 2013 or something like that. Yeah, which
2: is weird that this exists so much because, like, his funeral was a big deal like i watched it when it happened do you guys remember because his interpreter his sign language interpreter wasn't doing sign language at all like it was almost like a not an early meme because i'd hate to say that a meme came out of one of the world's greatest (laughs) leaders funerals but like that it was a thing that happened
0: (laughs) i never i I didn't see it oh you you should look it Um, up it's it's hmm.
2: interesting Uh, anyhow
0: so uh The idea of the Mandela effect was that there are people who swore that he died in prison. They're like, this dude died in prison. What are you talking about? He's the president of South Africa. He died in prison. Um, And then once people started thinking about this, they're like, wait, there's all kinds of things in my life that I remember being one way and they are not that way. For example, there's a lot of examples. So one of them, which I guess is the most popular, is the Bernstein Bears ones. Is this Uh, the one that you guys think of?
2: yeah uh either that or like the or the, learn- the sinbad was in a genie movie called shazam back no in the it's days, kazam even though it was definitely uh you know, it's definitely yeah. kazam cuts, it's guys. definitely kazam these are deep cuts. and it's also not sinbad it like uh sinbad is who they everyone thinks it is but honestly it's um shaquille o'neal it's a, <laughs> yeah but okay like, that's, th- that's the movie like, okay. people say like there's well, a sin bad one movie, that i think shazam that never
0: whenever occurs. someone brings up the mandela effect i think the first example most people bring up is Bernstein bears yeah because uh like i remember it being this way because i was a child i guess yeah um and, everyone's and memory because, from because of childhood psychology is perfect. which i'll i'll get into in a minute but Bernstein bears it's it's a uh, I thought that it was it was an e i n at the end, but it's actually an a i n, oh. as in Bernstein bears. Oh, oh no! Um, I don't. What do you guys
1: do? You guys remember it being one way or another? I actually remembered it being Steen. E i n. Uh, like like when I, when I first heard about this, I was actually surprised. I was I was part of the group. What did you What did you you thought it was e i n?
2: Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't think I ever really paid attention. Is the deal as a child? So I think when people ever ask me how do you, how do you spell Berenstein? You just kind of in your head you know how names called that end in that yeah. kind of steen sound. So I think your brain fills it in for you, even though it's a yeah. i n, and
0: and people don't say Berenstein bears that, yeah. also, which is a thing. Yeah. But yeah, the, the reason I, I think, I've always
1: heard it pr- pronounced steen. Yeah, yeah so same. I feel like we. Re- like we, we we may have not known how to like spell but, it exactly when we were kids. There was a but, like, children's cartoon. Definitely, as we learned how to how to read, uh, we like obviously yeah. like filled in the holes later on. Yeah,
2: there was a children's cartoon where they like sang their name, and I think even in the children's cartoon, and although this could be my faulty memory, I think they said. I remember watching Berenstain the show. Bears, yeah, I think they even said it. They said it musically, so yeah. I think it never filled in that it was stain. But we you know whatever.
0: Yeah. Um. For sure, and, and then another one that people say is that uh, Darth Vader in Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back says, Luke, I am your father, when he doesn't say that. Um, he never says, Luke, I am your father, which is the pop culture reference we yeah. remember, or seemingly. Mm-hmm. But he actually says, like, he says something like, no, I am your father. Yeah, cause, like it's a cause, small like, difference. Because Luke
2: mm-hmm. says, like, he, he he says Obi-Wan lied to you or something like that, and he said, no. Well, he says, like, Obi-wan my father died the in truth. the war or something no, like that. No, he's like, you betrayed and murdered my father is what he said. Luke says, you betrayed. He told me you killed him, you murdered and betrayed him, and then Darth Vader responds, no, I am your father.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. Anyways, the point is, is not that Jameson knows pop culture references better than you do. That is the point. The fact is- Write that down. <laughs> the, that's the point. the point. The point is that- uh, Okay, like, why, is, why do people remember all of this stuff differently than how it actually happened? Um, and the conspiracy theory is that we are shifting in between parallel universes, or at a certain point in time in, like, the late 90s or early 90s or something. But that doesn't make sense because I was born in 2000 and this happens to me too, so maybe it's the 2000s, who knows. That um, That we were shifted from one parallel universe to another— uh, I think there are a, th- a few theories. Maybe it was by accident, just by some natural occurrence, or maybe it happened in the sense that there's a uh, there's an atomic, a massive atomic atomic collider or something like that in Germany, or in Europe somewhere, and they were saying like it's a particle collider, and they're like maybe this. I've causes- never heard of this. Yeah, it's yeah like the a the hadron thing. collider. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it like. It, it does all kinds of stuff, and it's really crazy. But they do research that's like cutting edge, uh, cutting edge um, physics there, and getting into like quantum physics and stuff like that. So they're like, maybe we, you know, caused a parallel universe shift or something that had to do with that. Uh, obvi, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of problems with that. Like, why would our memories be the same, and why would only these small things have changed? I don't know. Oh, like, I think some of it's that people it, want to
2: feel I special. Think, like, wow, the universe changed around I mean, yeah, me. I mean, yeah, I mean, sure. My brain is so interesting that it's able to see through the cracks. It's able to pierce through the veil. Well,
0: the point is that we can all see through the cracks, right? I yeah. think I don't think it's about one person being special. It's that like, hey, you remember this thing? It actually wasn't that way. We were all a part of this weird parallel universe yeah. shift, um, which is, I think it's one of those conspiracy theories that's interesting because... It has the one of the closest things to empirical evidence we Mm -hmm. can get with a with a conspiracy theory, and you can't prove it wrong necessarily, right? Um, The empirical evidence is like, hey, remember Bernstein being EIN? It's actually not right. We we remember that, and so you know we shift the perspective. Um, But I also think it's partially a psychology thing, right? Um, It's definitely just by being like, hey, do you remember? Yeah, you know, like because. People misquoted the Star Wars quote to say "Luke, I am your yeah. father," and then that's what became popular, and then that's what people thought it said when it actually yeah. didn't. um And there's a lot of examples of that, right? um And I, uh, anyhow, I so just, I, I just think the Mandela effect is interesting because it's, it's, it's unique in some ways. As far it's as it's very cool. I just go.
2: dropped a, uh, i dropped a video into the not a, the a video title into the discord for you but uh, there's this youtuber Captain disillusion he has a fantastic video on uh, the Mandela effect and I just wanted to recommend it to all our listeners and I put that there so you could throw it in the show notes uh, if that's cool but yeah sure. it breaks it down it'll be down awesome. there uh, Captain disillusion the Mandela effect it's a great video he really breaks down he gets into some of the psychology of it sort of debunking it but it's uh, it's a real great video and I highly recommend it also his entire channel. This isn't the podcast recommends, but I I will tint. I I am right here saying uh, watch Captain Disillusion, but yeah. And Max, Max, you have my favorite conspiracy theory of all time.
1: Uh, I will say I am actually a subscriber to this conspiracy theory, oh and I'm very goodness. proud of it. Oh wow, okay. Uh, Max, a believer. Yes. Uh, did you guys know that birds aren't real? What? They're like actually freaking government. Spy drones a, that are charged on freaking telephone power I lines. I a baby bird in
2: my hand, and, Max.
1: And and uh, uh, no, you, you haven't. You—that's you, what they want you to think. The government placed that there because they knew that you yourself thought that birds were real, hey, and Max. they put that bird there hey, because they wanted uh, to prove to you that For what birds purpose? are
0: real. So when did birds? When did birds become
1: the nineteen seventies? Okay, wha- when, when did birds? Okay, 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 okay. Here, here's the thing. So, birds actually oh. were a real thing. There, there are even some a few like a few real ones okay. like still around, but they're like in other countries. But Overall, in the United States, they've been completely eradicated. Can
0: you explain the 1963 film The Birds by Hitch by uh, I suppose you could say that
2: that was an early testing. All the birds in that film are fake and they're testing out their model, it's the prototype. That's why it doesn't always look that good in the film, it's because
1: (laughs) also that movie is fiction. (laughs)
0: what'd they do with the birds? That, the, the birds you said the birds go? were
2: around till the 1970s that film came out in the 60s why is that film a fiction film? or are you saying that it's a fictional story are, you're, you're, <laughs> okay it's i thought you saying like the movie's a fiction it doesn't exist <laughs>
0: okay oh no, no okay no. mandela effect the birds, the birds is not a real movie. <laughs> rear window
2: is actually called side window in my dimension and vertigo <laughs> is just about a guy who gets sick on airplanes
0: it's called Airplane. Yes.
2: Yeah, the the Leslie Nielsen Zucker Brothers movie Airplane doesn't exist. <laughs> it's Alfred yeah. Hitchcock's Airplane. It's yeah, the, the world would be exact... better for it,
0: but it's fine.
1: <laughs> and and uh, and and Psycho is actually socio clever. So it, they're, they're, Alfred Hitchcock made so a birds, socio
0: birds movie. Aren't aren't So birds aren't real. So what does that mean for us?
2: Yeah. Talk, tell us about Should this we mix. kill all birds? Is that what you're telling
1: um, us, Max? Uh Not necessarily, because I mean Actually, no. Can do you, it. Just kill, kill them you, all. <laughs> you know? Just just do it.
2: The podcast does not actually uh, <laughs> we we do not condone the murder of any creature uh at all at any time for any purpose. Thank you. Okay. Um do you want to get into like the uh organization or the company, Birds Aren't Real for us, Max. So we can kind of get into yes. to that for a second.
1: Okay, I actually... And are you I wearing will say, one I of their
2: shirts right now?
1: I am not currently, but I do own a okay. Birds Aren't Real shirt. Wow. Um, I, w- I will say, I think the way this organization was built is... And the way it's structured is actually genius. Because, um, mm-hmm. like, I'll be honest. Everyone knows Birds are real. I was faking it. Guys. What Max? You I gotcha. sold me. I gotcha. You're such a great I gotcha. actor.
2: I thought you literally thought that the the American eagle, <laughs> uh, 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 our our country's greatest, <laughs> most annoying sounding bird, was a hey, faker. That's a why a they're mockery, so sacred.
0: It's because America. Because bald eagles are the only real ones left. That's why you can't oh. kill them. Okay. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yes. Max, so, continue. So ba- basically. Uh, like, like, I, I read this a while ago so basically the way this organization got founded was i i think there was like a kind of like a march in. it actually started in Fayetteville, arkansas if you didn't know really um, oh, yeah at the u of a uh I'm so proud and it's of gone us. it's gone like nationwide and ba- basically there was like a march and then the i can't remember his name but the founder of birds aren't real uh just came out with a sign that just as a joke saying birds aren't real and started protesting birds just as a joke. And then basically a whole bunch of people just kind of came with them during this March and joined together and fake protested birds. And it was great. Uh, What's great and about he, he found a way to like turn it into an organization, make money out of it. And like, even today it's like, it's perfectly marketed as like a conspiracy theory it has like a whole website, a whole following, and if you actually didn't know that it was a joke, you wouldn't know. Like the like everything about it like on their website is completely serious.
2: That's what's it's, so great about great. this is that it, it, it's co opting conspiracy theory rhetoric for the purpose of selling stickers
1: and T shirts. And yeah. that, <laughs> that's I think it's, crazy. It's, to it's me. genius to me.
0: Yeah. And it's I genius. Think, it, it kind of yeah. you know it pokes fun at conspiracy theories but not in like a malicious way it kind of is it's playful yeah. about it it's um, it's satire but it's, it's great well it's well done mm-hmm. satire yeah, it is for profit it's
1: satire,
2: it's satire for profit
0: it's yeah. very interesting hey that's the point of all <laughs> yeah. satire though am i right yeah not me well, my satire is
2: for free baby out here
1: it's just getting people being... to play in on a joke and the joke is great <laughs> yeah
2: yeah it's for sure it's great uh that's a wholesome i guess uh little conspiracy no, I, theory i so. love that that's a good conspiracy yeah theory. Mm-hmm. I love do you guys it. want to make a conspiracy theory right now maybe we can get oh, it on the t-shirt selling game you can make a design wait, or something we've been for recording
0: for too long at this point to to dive into that so we should probably <sighs> okay, just hop just over, the over to the first
2: recommends. sentence that pops over that wait before we go to the recommends first sentence that pops in your head that's a conspiracy theory
1: uh, isaac you go first
2: or Max, you go go for it. Transformers is,
1: are actually real and they're uh hiding to a point when they're gonna kill us eventually.
2: Okay. Gotcha, Isaac? Fiber optic is mind control. Fiber optic Nine. is mind control. I like that one. Um uh, the brim of baseball caps. Is not actually there to protect uh, you from the sun. It is surveillance from the government. All right,
1: <laughs> those three,
2: yeah, three new, three new.
0: uh <laughs> Hey, those are public domain theories for you. You guys oh, take was, those and run with them. No, I, I don't want to do the work, man. You just gave away our t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we All can right, use them too, to though. The, it's fine. Yeah,
2: let's go to the podcast recommends. All right podcast time to recommend some stuff
0: time to recommend some stuff you've got all these movies to watch and all these books to read and you've got no life now cause you've got so much to read I'm watching, read and watch and play and watch and play and that's gonna come to bite
2: you when I include this whole little song you're doing in the podcast no that's perfect
0: hey shout out to MC Jeremy on on YouTube that's my inspiration for all of my raps thank you very much that's MC J-E-R rmy
2: <laughs> max can you start us off on the podcast recommends today
1: uh can someone else go actually
0: yeah i got this oh yeah sure Woo! all right i'm hyped about this guys i don't know That's why crazy. i did that I don't i'm know standing was team, up bro, i stood like up like i don't like max wall. jameson can see this but i stood up out of my chair because
2: as as the McElroys would say you have real standing
0: energy right now. yeah real sta- real standing energy the 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 acoustics are different from up here <laughs> clearly <laughs> Um so today, the day we're recording this podcast, September 8th, 2020 is Star Trek Day. It's Star Trek Day. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Um uh, which is really fun. You can't uh,
2: not convince me that there are like five different Star Trek days a year. Well, okay, like I'll, I'll be more specific.
0: Today was the first day that Star Trek aired on television in like the oh, 60s. Oh, okay. That feels very so official. So it's 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 as official as it could be, I guess. Yeah. Um Oh, hey, my cat is playing with my foot. Cool. Um, So I just wanted to take the chance to shout out, uh, I guess I'm debating between um, which Star Trek show to shout out. But the one that I'm enjoying the most right now, which is the most prevalent and it's still coming out, is Star Trek Lower Decks. Which is a very oh, unique Star Trek show. You're um, a Star
2: Trek fan who enjoys Lower Decks. You just sentenced us to internet hate, Isaac. You're going to get here's people the thing, coming. Man. Okay. People are going to come in here and be angry at us. I would say that the,
0: the most... Um, so there's a whole big feud between New Trek and Old Trek. Uh, and this is kind of um, nothing new. So recently CBS, in the past like five years, CBS bought the rights to Star Trek. And they've been making new shows since who had it originally starting maybe they always had it i don't know
2: so maybe yeah it could have been because like back in the day it was like abc cbs and nbc those were the three channels on yeah. your television and that was maybe it. there's
0: a maybe they've always had it but in yeah. the past so so there was a long break between them making shows and then they just kind of stopped i think 2005 there was enterprise
2: Hey, this is Jameson from editing the podcast you're listening to. Uh, Isaac is going on about the entire history of Star Trek right here. And rather than have you sit through this and die of old age, we are going to skip forward just a little bit. Uh, thank you. If you want, maybe we'll release this some other time.
0: Have fun. I've never seen it, so I can't really attest to it. Okay, so there is the entire history of the Star Trek timeline. Man, that took this me like an low. hour, but uh, you can edit it and make that a little <laughs> shorter, but whatever. Okay, here's my actual recommendation. So Lower Decks is, uh, as Jameson said, uh, pretty controversial, I guess, but with Star Trek fans, but it's an animated comedy show, um, and it has pretty mixed reviews. I mean, like, it's got a bunch of one-star reviews on IMDb, and, you know, it's got like a 60 or something or 65 on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know. Like, I think if you enjoy Star Trek and you enjoy comedy, you'd like it. If for some reason you don't like how those things blend together, then you might not. But I think it's really well done. It, um, it revisits the old format of the older shows of like planet of the week. Like there's a, there's a new planet, a new species, a new situation every week. And, um, they've got a really good cast of writers and, I heard uh, some discussions
1: online that it's not canon. Is it actually canon? I feel like it probably is. I yeah.
2: feel like that's a wish from certain people. It might be
1: I think just like on my uh, news feed on my phone, it, there was an article that came up questioning whether it was canon or not. So it made, yeah. it made me um, question whether it was. Yeah, so now we're all you
0: know. Uh for sure. I mean, I think people who are really hardcore into the old Trek, uh, you know, they they, you know, this ship is like super disheveled and super not orderly and super not Starfleet, you know, because like they're all inadequate and like <laughs> everyone on the ship, it's it's very funny and it's called Lower Decks because every other Star Trek show follows like the bridge crew, like the main crew of the ship. But this show follows, like, the ensigns, like, the rookies, the privates, like, that kind of level of people. Um, And so, you know, it's very, like, casual and not formal at all. And, you know, I think it's totally canon. I think because, you know, who knows that this kind of stuff wasn't happening on, like, the super fancy ships yeah. if you went and talked to the people who like clean the gutters or whatever the the thing um, about this
2: idea for a story is that that's such a great concept that I wish it wasn't a cartoon comedy show I wish that was in of itself and I, I'm not the only person who's had this thought I've seen other people online say this but I wish that was an entire Star Trek show because I think that's such a brilliant premise but that it is. Uh, you could make you could make a a really good Star Trek show about the engineering crew. Or yeah. like I don't know the janitors like the the, yeah. the ships get attacked every other and week these people have to deal with those situations.
0: Yeah, arguably this is this is probably the closest you'll get to that kind of show, and I honestly think that this format is perfect for it because you can caricature, uh, you know, certain situations, and you can make things like uber dramatic and ironic and things like that in, in this in this animated format, and I don't think it makes it any less legitimate. I think it's refreshing. And very very fun Especially for someone who Gets a lot of the Star Trek references And I think it's funny Even if you don't get every reference But um, I don't know I'd give I'd give especially you guys Since you, you both are interested in comedy And both of you have Kind of dabbled in Star Trek a tiny bit So I think it's a great one Star Trek Lower Decks uh, Sorry about the long winded Explanation and such You're That's forgiven a-
2: Max, are you ready?
1: Yeah, I'll go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and recommend Adventure Time. Uh, wow. Oh, yes.
2: I had to stop myself from singing the theme song in that moment. Do like we the all second want to
1: do we we all time he said it. Time. Come on, okay, friend, friends. We'll go to <laughs> very distant <laughs> land. I'm, I'm not syncing this up. I'm not syncing this up. And take uh, the
0: human. But though there is, it's Adventure Time.
1: time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So yeah, um, basically, uh, this is a bit of a side note, but animation is probably my favorite form of filmmaking. And it really saddens me that, um, in like our culture, it's kind of just seen as this lower form of filmmaking. Like I, I remember someone, uh, like describing like a situation where they, they heard that a Flash Gordon, uh. TV series was going to be coming out that was uh, supposedly live action, and then news came out that it was animation, and people were disappointed in that. When in reality, I love Gordon, an when Flash Flash Gordon, when like show. in That'd when in so reality, cool. like animation is literally an
0: Flash Gordon's better. Yeah, when in reality, the perfect like perfect format for yeah, Flash
1: Gordon. <laughs> like animation, you literally create your entire world from scratch. Like in in live action, you have to like essentially. Like if something's not like a hundred percent how you want it, you kind of have to deal with it. Like you can't just like Flash Gordon's always been a
2: cartoon. Anyhow, it just happened to be acted out by live yeah. people. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: but I, but I feel like like, like that's what's kind of going on with like the Disney live action remakes, where yeah. we're, we're we're just yeah. kind of taking things that were already amazing as they were and just like saying we can do better, you know.
2: You boys ready to chill out thirty this, bucks this, this for is, Mulan. This is a real, Bro, this is a and real you movie. You don't even
1: own it.
0: You don't even own yeah. it. Bro, this is what I was gonna it. talk about, Mulan. Dude, you gotta be a <laughs> Disney Plus subscriber and then you pay thirty dollars and then you quote unquote own it, and then when you're not Disney Plus, you no longer own it. It's like that's Dude. so dumb.
2: Sorry. Also, they filmed Wildest it near thing. one of those concentration camps they're keeping I heard the, about that uh Uyghur Muslim people.
0: It's oh terrible. My. What?
1: yeah okay, yeah let's, look into let's that that's its that. own anyway, thing it's b- very back depressing. to adventure time um oh yeah <laughs> for real show's uh lit I've, a show i really so joyful
2: it can wash that i really adore that,
1: you know. this show so much with all my heart uh it's so happy and colorful the animation is just so lively like i i, I also remember like uh there, there's an episode with a horse named james baxter have, have you have have that's you guys true. seen that episode
2: I don't believe I am. Okay, so no, basically the, the kind of
1: story behind that episode is there's an actual really famous animator named James Baxter. He, he's done, like, almost all, like, of the extremely famous Disney scenes that you know and, like, you would see in the trailers. Like, the you know the scene from The Hunchback of Notre Dame where, like, uh i don't remember the main character's name but like he, he's like sliding down quasimodo yeah quasimodo, quasimodo. yeah he, he's like sliding down like on some like i don't know something and things are falling down Aquedux. below yeah you, you guys know the scene i'm talking about yes okay jameson Singly does song. okay bruh anyway one of notre dame and me are t- <laughs> so uh <laughs> the actual uh animator james baxter animated that scene specifically like he he's known for doing like extremely iconic scenes from animated movies and uh he yeah. did uh some animation for adventure time with a horse that just balances himself on a beach on a beach ball and says his name like a horse it's great
2: that's the greatest it, I, it, you could ever it actually
1: like it's that. Like it's some of the most fluid animation I've ever seen in all of Adventure Time. Like it's so fluid. It's great. And he actually like worked on that. Yeah, he he, like that specific episode. He uh, specifically the scenes with the horse character James Baxter. That's so funny. Did
2: did he also get to voice James Baxter? Yeah, he
1: all all he says is James Baxter.
2: James Baxter.
0: Do you That's have anything so else? To say I about so I Adventure just started. Time? I just started Adventure Time. Uh, I'm like not even through season one, but um, I got recommended it recently by by a different friend, and I've been I've been working through it, and it's it's really good. I mean, like it's it's goofy right now, but I hear it gets it gets mm-hmm. really intense. And really, I mean, really good, honestly, so.
1: it's always goofy. There, but like it it can it can definitely get pretty real at some points. Like it gets pretty in like depth yeah. later on, talking about like finn growing up and like the idea of puberty even, which is somewhat awkward, but it, it handles it really well I think, and just the idea of yeah. growing up and what it means to be a man, or just something I love about that show is how it kind of, um,
0: like it's okay with not explaining everything, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, like where the heck even it's just are what they, it is. right? Like it's this weird, <laughs> this is a weird universe, and he's a do- and they like have like shape shifting powers. <laughs> And they can do all this random stuff, but it's like, it doesn't feel inclined to explain everything to you, right? It's just like, it's like, no, just like live in this world and be fine with it and enjoy what we have to show you. And so I thought, I I really appreciate that about that. Straight up, it's
1: it's just like, there's four elements in the world, slime, fire, ice, and candy, and there's nothing you can do about it. Those are the elements.
0: (laughs) That's so
2: good. That's wonderful. Thank you, Max. Yes. Uh, Are we good if I I go ahead then? All right, uh, I'm so excited about this recommendation because uh, uh, it's a movie called The Apartment uh, that came out in 1960, directed by Billy Wilder and uh, co-wrote with IAL Diamond, starring Jack Lemmon, Sherry McLean, and Fred McMurray. I watched this movie on Amazon Prime. I've been giddy about it ever since. I've mentioned it multiple times to, I believe both of you, correct? The Apartment? No no okay but be. max i did i definitely talked yeah okay i love this movie uh, i i the more i think about it the more i love it uh it is it's a kind of a romantic comedy and kind of a drama like but it's it's wonderful so many times i watch films from this era and i feel such a disconnect between the filmmakers and the characters and that's just non-existent in this movie they they the 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 movie seems to care so much about these people it's created and they're acted so well jack lemon and sherry mclean in this movie are so fantastic fred mcmurray plays his character so well i i enjoyed every scene in this movie it's so well directed the writing is amazing it's got fantastic uh witty dialogue it's spitfire back and forth it's It's such an experience, this movie. And the cinematography and the set design is beautiful it's amazing i i I wanted to use the word immaculate there but i feel like if i lay it on too thick i'm gonna lose you guys (laughs) because some of you are gonna like hear this and you're gonna go watch this movie and feel disappointed at it because this movie might have been a movie that spoke to me personally that in a way i wasn't expecting but it's such a beautiful movie it cares so much about his characters it's such a sweet little movie too it's not it got it doesn't have the heaviest themes in the world it it talks about ethical dilemmas some and some of the characters are going through some real emotional stuff but at the same time it's funny it's brilliant i loved it and i i don't want to tell you the plot because i want people to go watch this it's a movie from the 1960s it's in black and white i've used to turn i've used i've name dropped jack lemon and fred mcmurray here multiple times and there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that most of you listening have no idea who those people are
1: and me that's and fine
2: yeah but i i love this movie it's so wonderful to me and i i'm i'm i get happy thinking about it i get happy apartment? thinking about this movie the apartment 1960 directed by billy wilder he's known as one of the greatest filmmakers of his time probably of all time and it's there in the writing and it's there in the direction this is my first movie from him and i thought it was great uh he's also directed some other famous movies? films like some like it I was about to say, Some Like It Hot, uh, Avanti. Uh, he teams up with uh, Jack Lemmon a lot for these movies. Every once in a while, Walter Matthau will get thrown in there. There's another movie on Amazon Prime called, uh, oh, what's it called? I forgot, but uh, those, The Apartment, uh, Avanti. I might, I might not be pronouncing that correctly. And uh, Some Like It Hot with Marilyn Monroe and Jack Lemmon in it. These, these are very famous films from the 60s. Uh, that don't get talked about so much. Billy Wilder's name doesn't get thrown around a lot in a lot of the online film circles. I know quite a few film buffs, though, out there. I've, I've been listening to them for a while and how they talk about how this guy's great. And for some reason, I thought, oh, maybe he's great, maybe he's not. I don't really care. And then I watched his film, and I was like, oh, my goodness, this guy's great. <laughs> so go. it turns out, you know, but... Um, I, I, And you don't have to be a film buff to enjoy this movie. It's got big appeal to it large audience appeal it's it's fantastic i loved it you might not love it i don't care <laughs> i the get it wow yeah. nice yeah and i i really enjoyed it and i want you to experience it as well so please go watch it it's on amazon prime
0: yeah as please always watch uh, links to all these recommendations are down in the show notes um yeah. and do you know what there needs to be yeah. a
2: link in the show notes to
0: Renegade raid. wow um yeah i guess so um i, just I wanted to do to this bit after Gatorade. you I, I
2: just realized i wanted to do this bit after you had said all the ending stuff and the all right we're end trying again we're it. trying again all so, right so okay, hey thank you, all, you guys
0: line. for thank you guys for listening to tangent okay well you guys can okay. fight for it later. <laughs> thank you guys for listening to tangent line. uh this has been tangent um Man, it's a it's a good time. We're getting in the in the role of uh, recording remotely. I miss seeing you guys, but you know that's the world we live I'm in. Glad
2: right I'm glad I'm not in the same room with you right
0: now. <laughs> okay, I'm ecstatic uh, about it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> for reasons as that always, the, the can... audience
2: doesn't get to know why, but everyone here does.
0: Okay, as uh, as always, you can send us an email at uh, the tangentcast at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voice message at 479 339 9041. That's 479 339 9041. Yeah, let us know your favorite poem. Uh, Jameson was reading a, a uh, I almost said Jack Frost. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Mr. Frost poem. Mr. Robert um, Frost. Is Robert insane. Frost. Uh, you know, drop us your favorite poem um, or your favorite but It can't sonnet, be by Robert Frost now. Or your recommendation. Answer. Um, or your dissertation, whatever you want to, you know, hit us up with, uh, or your pet's Instagram, whatever, whatever. First person I'll, to I'll, give I'll us follow. a 2000
2: word essay about the life and times of Walt Whitman gets a free t-shirt.
1: We don't even have just one of Jameson's t-shirts. used t-shirts.
2: I, that was the joke is that it was just going to be a t-shirt, any t-shirt, but you know, any
0: t-shirt, yeah. any t-shirt. Okay. This is the point where you yours. guys fight for the last line. What, what's the last line? Oh my!
1: My cat just tried to jump what, on my chair. What's
2: Max? You wanted a last line. Do you want it?
1: Are you, are you gonna are you gonna go over me? Didn't you no. have something to say? Nah. Yeah, no. you did. I do. I was just gonna
2: say Renegade Raid.
1: And I'm gonna say James Baxter. Okay, okay now I'm <laughs> stopping. The Fine. Perfect. There
2: we go. I don't even want it. <laughs> I don't even want to be a part of this anymore.